0: You're listening to Confessions of a Grieving Mother by Emma's Footprints. Each week, we will be bringing you stories to give you a real look on what families go through after they experience a pregnancy or infant loss. Our goal is to help educate, support, and break the stigma around this topic. Be prepared for tears and laughter as we remember our babies. This is going to be real, raw, and vulnerable, so get your boots on. It's going to be messy. good morning good morning and welcome to
1: season five of confessions of a grieving mother i am tracy emma's mom
0: and i am julie Gus's mom
1: welcome back julie Woohoo! we had a good little summer we break had a
0: refresh of like not having to plug into the podcast
1: yes thank you listeners we yeah. had some people asking you know kindly yeah. when we were coming back <laughs> we love and that's just an
0: honor and yes
1: it's very humbling when you are like hey when is there gonna be a new episode yeah like Well, we just need a minute.
0: We enjoyed the summer. <laughs> yes, we saying. did. We did. So mm-hmm. we
1: are back in the studio and we have our new friend, Megan, on the phone with us. Hey, Megan.
0: Hello. I'm so excited
1: to be here. Yeah. Good morning. Where are you calling us from? Um, Actually, Brainerd, Minnesota,
2: but I'm on a trip. So. Oh, so you're <laughs> not, not in Minnesota. I, <laughs> I, I am from
0: Minnesota, but just Southern Minnesota. Okay. Where are you right now? I'm in Brainerd. Oh, okay. I see. Wait, what's Brainerd, Minn? That's also Minnesota. (laughs) That's also Minnesota. Minnesota. (laughs) You're you're, you're from Minnesota. (laughs) Vacationing in Minnesota. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Great. Cool. I've only been to Minnesota, well, twice in Minneapolis. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh Okay. Uh Yeah. We went to the Stillbirth Summit there. Right. That's where they had that. So we flew in, did a Stillbirth Summit, and flew out. That's all I know about. That's so funny
0: because I'm like, oh, I guess I've been there, too. We did go there. That was
1: fun. Well, thanks for um, you reached out to us on Instagram. So friendly reminder to our listeners. Mm -hmm. We love when you email us, when you Instagram us Mm -hmm. and you say, hey, can we be on the podcast? And I will message you back and say, yep, can you do it this (laughs) Thursday? (laughs) It's usually a quick turnaround time. So um, if you feel compelled to tell your story, please reach out to us. So thank you, Megan, for doing that. Okay, yeah. so were you born and raised in Minnesota? Yes,
2: I've been here my whole life, <laughs> except the last um, 11 months we've been traveling the country. My oh. husband, we have a converted school bus, but I grew oh up in Minnesota, gosh. and this is still home.
0: That is so cool.
1: That Yeah, we'll get to that later in the episode. Yes, <laughs> that is
0: so cool. I'm interested.
1: Okay, so how did you meet your husband? Um, we met playing um,
2: volleyball with our church group. Ooh, I love and that. we go to the same church, and so yeah, we met there. Doing doing the things we love together. Um, that's one of the biggest things we have for our relationship is that we have many hobbies and things we do together
1: that we love, and so that's where we met. How old were you guys when you met? <laughs> I was seventeen, and he was eighteen. Okay, cool. Did you start dating mm-hmm. immediately, or just friends?
0: Yeah, um, pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, okay. uh, like a month. <laughs> so, yeah. and. Um, did you get married? Have you, are you married? Yep. Yep. Married? And
2: we've been married for 12 years. So we got wow. married. I was 18 and he was 19.
1: Wow. I love that. Yeah. That's that's cool. That's adorable. What did yeah. that conversation look like about starting a family? Um, well, I guess our own personal faith is we
2: don't, um, prevent kids. So it was just, we didn't have
1: to have that conversation, I guess. Yeah. It was just... said, <laughs> <that> I It <do laughs> just <win>. happens. <laughs> yep. Okay, so talk, talk yep. to us about when you got that first positive pregnancy test.
2: Um, It was really exciting. I actually got it in my head that I was never going to get pregnant because it was three months after we got married. Um, so I thought <laughs> I was never going to get pregnant, and um, I did, and it was very exciting, and just even the idea of... Um, that was when I started exploring doing home births because that's kind of what I've done. So as soon as I'm pregnant, then it's like, oh, okay, I'm
1: going to learn about birth. It was just, it was just really fun. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. So did you grow up in a family where they, like, use the term home birth or? No. Uh, okay. No. No, it was the first one in my family.
0: <laughs> How did you know about home birth? Yeah. How did you that's... get introduced to that?
2: Um, my sister-in-law, so my husband's uh, sister-in-law, I guess, um, she was talking about it and she had told me she was going to do it and I was like wow that's so fascinating I would never do that but that's so cool and then when I got pregnant I was like um can I talk to your midwife <laughs> I just <laughs> love that. yeah just
1: explore this idea and these options and you know get more information so yeah I feel like I knew nothing about that in my mm-hmm. pregnancies and mm-hmm. now you know now that I watch call the midwife Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. you're professional. Oh my gosh, I'm a professional. Like my, that's how they used to give birth. Yeah. you know, was mm-hmm. in their homes, and there were midwives. And mm-hmm, holy mm-hmm. cow, I didn't even know that. Right, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I love that show. Great show. Julie hasn't watched it yet.
0: No, I keep it's on my list. But listen, my list is long.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, since we know nothing about your story, oh yeah, t- talk to us about how that first pregnancy progressed and what that looked like. So I
2: guess I I don't know um if <laughs> you know nothing about my story I have seven kids. So if we go through all my pregnancies then okay, I don't, I don't so, know if that's what you
0: want. Well, okay, to do. Well okay so or... the
2: first
1: one was a live birth. Yep. Okay. And that, So so that? my
2: daughter was 15 months old when she died. Oh, okay. Um so she's my third child. Um my third Yeah, my third okay, child. Okay, so you she had was 15 been... months old. Okay.
0: So you had two healthy pregnancies and two healthy yep. births, right? Um,
2: three actually, every okay. single one of my births have been healthy and okay. Know, births like pregnancies and births have been amazing for me. Um, it's just when she was 15 months old, she died in her sleep, so it had, it, I guess, it's not related to
0: yeah, okay. My pregnancy. So, your pregnancies were good and your births were all good for all seven of your mm-hmm. children, yeah. Okay, and okay. I
2: count myself very lucky. Yes. Just because I know, you know, especially after Aria died, I'm like, I know that this isn't, you know, th- can be the norm. Right. And so, right. yeah.
0: And I think going into pregnancies, like your first or your second, you don't really know a whole lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe a story mm-hmm. or two of how it can't be successful, but you go into it being like, that's not going to be my story. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I
2: actually, had a miscarriage after my first um, baby and I guess I don't talk about it all that much because it didn't affect me so um, much like I know it does a lot of people Mm -hmm. Um, but I know in the way that it affected me that I know that when I get pregnant it might end in a miscarriage and it might like I I had this conversation with a friend one time I was like when you get pregnant do you like check for blood all the time and they're Mm -hmm. like no they were like so confused I was like I I guess I don't even remember what it's like to not do that right um because it was after my first so I only had one pregnancy that was like that right um and so I'm like well that's so normal for me like I'm always kind of waiting like am I gonna have a miscarriage am I you know like Mm -hmm. so it's
1: just become my norm and then it's just something I look for all the time now I think that's a norm for a lot of women. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Can we kind of touch on that on that pregnancy really quick mm-hmm. before we move to Aria? Okay. So you, you had the, your first pregnancy, birth, baby. How soon after did you um, um, get pregnant? With your that pregnant? was
2: three months. So my baby was three months old. Okay. And so I think for me personally, that's not why I got so affected by it because they would have been months apart and it just felt kind of overwhelming mm-hmm. anyways um, but I know that I did grieve that baby and it just it, it was painful in that moment and having the miscarriage
1: oh or... yeah absolutely Yeah. how far along were you when
2: I was only like eight weeks or something like that so I had barely found out and had gone through like oh my gosh overwhelmed to like and then you know people telling me how fun it was, how fun it was to have babies so close them, And then I was getting excited, and then yeah, then I had a miscarriage. And I guess for me, I was surprised how painful
1: it is, like physically mm-hmm.
2: even. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like you kind the, of
1: like the morning? Like how what what did that day look like when that happened? Yeah,
2: I was. It was a Sunday morning because I went to church, and in the morning I s- started spotting, and I was like, "Whoa, what's this?" Like I don't. I don't know what's going on and I was starting to cramp and I went to church and um was kind of texting with my midwife I don't remember if I called her it was texting her like what's going on is this a problem and I was telling her all my symptoms the cramping and the pain and, and then I started spotting more bleeding more and she told me yeah it's probably a miscarriage and um that's when you know I started bawling and got really sad about it and it was like because you don't, you're kind of like hoping, you know, like, well, I don't know what this is, what's going on, you know, until you get more confirmation, I guess, like she was like, oh, you know, like, there's probably not something else besides that's what it would be. Mm. So,
1: and I think, you know, I'm like, kind of leading you a little bit further, just because, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I personally have never experienced an early term pregnancy loss miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, meeting these beautiful women that do, reading stories and articles, Mm -hmm. you know, of what this experience is like. And I don't think unless you've experienced that yourself, I think people dismiss it a lot or Mm -hmm. they'll say, I was only eight weeks or, you know, Mm -hmm. society will tell you that or oh, it's just you just bled a little bit. Like, what's the big deal? And I don't think um, I'm like, I want to give a voice to those women that, uh, you know, this is I mean, you woke up that morning not not knowing anything was wrong right but then you're going mm-hmm. about your day and then this mm-hmm. right you just you go to the bathroom or whatever and yeah you're like, okay there's, what? there's blood what yeah. is that right and then that starts mm-hmm. down this again I'm, I'm just imagining this right I've never right. Yeah. experienced it but I don't think people realize how traumatic that is right um mm-hmm. those mo- I mean like you just said it was a Sunday morning you know I don't know how long yeah. ago it
0: was for you but like you remember these that. women can <laughs> yeah <remember laughs> I women. know yeah. that you, you can yeah. remember where you yeah. were some people mm-hmm. can remember what they were wearing yeah yeah um yeah, it can be pretty traumatizing for some.
2: Yeah, and the like I would say the pain from it, I think you don't realize, um, like I didn't realize how painful it was. Like, mm-hmm. cramping was like for me, maybe because I was um, pretty early on, it was like one of my most painful periods and I've had mm-hmm. really bad periods. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like just feeling horrible all day and junky and crampy and just passing so much blood and Mm. then I bled for a long time like probably like eight weeks after and I don't know I don't know if I should have done something else or not I remember Mm. I worked at a hospital and I asked the the birth um head nurse there I was like um is it normal to bleed for eight weeks after a miscarriage and she was like um maybe if it doesn't stop soon you should go in wow It ended up stopping pretty quickly after that but so like, it's just a whole nother, like, I know it's later on for some people, they can bleed forever or, you know, a lot longer. And it's like having a, a birth, mm-hmm. a live birth at the end of pregnancy, you know, the pain is, it's still
1: there. Yeah. And I mean, you kind of spoke to it a little bit before of just like, all you can do is wait. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing, right. I mean, you can go to the hospital, but they can't really do anything for you. I mean, and mm-hmm. so... And it's like, you wake up the next day. Am I going to bleed today? Right. It, Mm -hmm. it, it changes your shift in who you are. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then again, like you mentioned, then every pregnancy after that, that it, it changes you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, wow. Hmm. So you bled, wow, that's a long time. Eight weeks.
2: Yeah. It, I, I was so young and it was so like, I didn't, I just, I didn't really think about it. I was just like, okay. Right. Wow, this feels like a long time, but <laughs> I guess this is.
1: I Which again, know. I think is a story for a lot of women because you don't know. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What right. What to do. And
1: it's, yeah, it's, a, I feel, I can imagine it's super lonely.
0: Yeah. So then yeah. you get pregnant. Um, how, like, how later on? Because then you have another one, right? Yes. Baby number. Yeah.
2: Eight. So I have my next son mm-hmm. after that and then Aria. So they're, All my kids are pretty close in age, um, but my first two are like 20 months apart, but that's including the miscarriage. Mm -hmm. Right. And then um, Aria and Andre were 15 months apart.
0: All right. Let's talk about sweet baby girl Aria. Yeah. So when was she born?
2: She was born February 16th of 2016. February, so now I'm getting it mixed up. (laughs) Because you've got so many kids. I keep doing that. Because I keep saying 2016, she's the 15th of February.
0: So February 15th. No,
2: I don't even know. You know what? Pull out the
0: the binder. (laughs) You know, it's in there somewhere. And actually, you know, I give credit to the moms that are like, my baby weighed 8 pounds, 12 ounces, 21 (laughs) inches. I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm pretty sure her birthday is the 15th. Okay. Of, of, of February. Six, of February. 2016.
2: 2016. No, no. I'm I'm sorry. It's the 16th of 2015. There it okay. is. Sorry to mixing is. up these numbers. I'm final sorry. answer, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's my final answer. We I should love move up.
1: You could change it again. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. You sound like me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so what good. Year?
0: Well, listen, it's so much oh, happens man. and so yeah. much trauma. In our defense, we have trauma that happens yes. to us. And yeah. so that trumps things yeah like dates <laughs> yeah
1: it, happens. it does yeah. it's like you remember moments of yes like, like you know yes. it was sunday morning yes. but like day and year get out of here <laughs> well and then so much happens
0: like i'm sorry i'm kind of going off top top topic <laughs> um but so much happens in the in your life mm-hmm. so here we are years later yeah. to, to remember what day and year that was, yeah. it is confusing. So listen, you, you are not alone in that, Megan. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. We need a support
1: group. But... Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're here for that.
1: Okay, so she was born in February, and... Was it snowing that day? Yeah. She had like a nasty Minnesota
2: Um winter? I don't remember. <laughs> she was 11 days overdue. Oh, my goodness. Um, did you have a home birth?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah I did have a home okay. birth, and yeah, it was very challenging those 11 days overdue because... <laughs> I'm that sure. was 17 days longer than I've ever been pregnant because my other two were way early. Wow. So yeah. I was like expecting that, and then also like going to go 11 days late. And right. But it was so amazing because I had two boys, and then she was my little princess. Aww. Aww. She Spell just, Aria
1: for me. I don't know. A-R-I-A. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's adorable. Sounds like a princess name. Yeah, because she, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so she... um was born and the boys were probably so excited to welcome her into the family,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: transitioning from two to three probably felt like nothing because you're a pro <laughs> at that point, right? Wait a minute, no, two to three. Every, every kid is a transition. Yeah.
1: <laughs> two to three for me was not easy, not good. Then you play zone it's blur. Yeah, yeah, that sends you over the edge. <laughs> What, okay, so you have you have your baby at home. You have Ari at home. What is that? I mean, they, they put her on your chest. I mean, it's not like they take her to the yeah warming bed, like right, in a hospital, know. you know. What does that look like in yeah. a birth?
2: So I had her in the water. Um, <gasps> cool. So I did a water birth. Okay. And so when she's born in the water, then um, they just bring her to my chest, and I get to hold her. Um, they don't take her away from me, and we, I hold her until, like, I deliver the placenta and I nurse her and kind of we sleep for a while and then they might, you know, check her a couple hours Mm -hmm. later. Um, Do all the like measurements and the weights and everything. They're not in a rush. Just let me snuggle her and nurse her.
1: Yeah. How beautiful. beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more of Megan's story.
0: This year's Emma's Footprints Memorial Walk is taking place in three different locations, Erie, PA, Pittsburgh, PA, and Melbourne, Florida. This memorial walk gives friends and families of those who've experienced a pregnancy and infant loss the opportunity to gather and remember the lives of their babies. If you know someone, or maybe you are that someone who has been touched by loss, please head to emmasfootprints.com, find the events tab, and click the walk that you would like to attend. Create a team or join one for this year's memorial walk. We walk to remember, celebrate, and support Emma's footprints. Okay, so let's talk about um, then just like life with Aria and three kids. Yeah, what did um, like? Were you? A sta- I'm gonna stay at home mom. Did they go to a sitter? What did that look like? Um, yeah, so I think
2: most of Aria's life, I was the stay at home mom. But I've kind of worked on and off um, mm-hmm. throughout our marriage. So towards the end, for a little bit, I. Um, was a massage therapist for a little while oh. and um yeah she was just so easy she was like mm-hmm. I call her my princess she was such mm-hmm. an easy baby so happy um and at eight months old I felt a click in her hips um her hips started clicking and so I brought her into the doctor to get checked for hip dysplasia because that rests in my family mm-hmm. and she had hip dysplasia and um so, we ended up needing to do surgery for her at one year old. Okay. She had hip surgery. So, it is a pretty major surgery. And can I ask she, what hip
1: dysplasia is?
2: Yep. So, it's where your hip joint in the socket aren't fully formed. Okay. Um, and so, sometimes when they're newborns, you can put them in a harness or a brace if you can tell that they're not forming properly so that it keeps that ball in the socket Okay. so that the socket will will form um but aria's was like not formed her her socket wasn't even formed really um and so yeah she needed a whole deconstructive surgery basically to make a socket for her hip to go into
0: so that's not, um, that's not anything that you can tell, right? Like that would no. just be like when she starts crawling or moving, we notice, or like you said, a popping, like at a certain point is when you, like yep. there's no other like, like signs.
2: Sometimes there's signs they look for, like when they do the newborn check, they, they do do the hip yeah. movements, like circles. And then they look for dimples if they're like on their back, if their dimples or their creases um are uneven, uh-huh. that could be a sign. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, there's different signs like that, but Aria didn't have any of those until okay. her hips started clicking, and so a lot of times, like my other um, daughter Freeland, she did not have any of the signs either. But we still got her in to get an ultrasound just to make sure, and she was she ended up needing to go into the brace, so oh, she wow. was wow.
0: fully forming her hips. So she, so Aria went under uh, like a pretty intense surgery at one. Did you yeah, oh. when she was, yep, yeah, it was right before her first birthday. Um,
2: and she did so good. Like, she goes, she went into a spica cast, it's called, and it goes all the way from, you know, one leg up to your hips and down the other leg. So it's basically both her legs are casted up to her hips. Aww. And um, changing her diaper was like, I needed, if I did the full diaper change, I think I needed like 12 diapers.
0: It oh was my god! Pretty
2: insane. Yeah, I can only imagine.
1: Uh, but like, um, oh wow! Julie's yeah, making hand it, motions just over the her. way I'm like, I'm like,
0: she's putting a fake <laughs> diaper on. I'm envisioning casts, and then like, yeah, where you would have to put the wow. diaper to then secure because, yeah, oh. that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah. it was uh, something I had to learn, and I yeah. learned it, and it was like you know take twenty minutes to change
0: a diaper, but. Yeah.
2: Fine. yeah. But she was so content and happy, like even stuck in her cast. She had just mm. right before um her surgery she had been walking along furniture and um she could stand up and pull herself up and stuff. She wasn't walking but she was moving around and then she was stuck in a cast and um she just chilled there. Like I got a beanbag chair for her and she would just sit there for toys and she would just hang out. Um Aww. she was so happy, like it, I I don't know, it was not that difficult to have her in the cast because she, it didn't bother her too much.
0: How long was Um, she in the cast for? So
2: she was there for, in it for about six weeks. Okay. And then after that, it was um, a lot of physical therapy and just trying to get her, um, her legs were kind of, her hips were kind of stuck in the, a certain way where she couldn't um she had to relearn how to sit up she had to relearn how to crawl um, she had to relearn how to like stand up on things and so right before she died she was she had gotten back to standing and walking along things um she yeah and like i spent a lot a lot a lot of time with her stretching her legs and um, bringing her to therapy for a physical therapy and Just like now, like it was so busy and I'm so grateful for that time Mm -hmm. now. Like I spent extra time with her, like every morning holding her and doing stretches and, you know, like teaching her how to go up the stairs again and all these things that, you know, maybe sometimes you might grumble about because like, oh man, like all these things I have to do. And it was so, I'm so glad I had all those things that
0: I got to spend that so much time with her yeah in that way yeah so you mentioned that um she passed away in her sleep Mm -hmm. what what did that look like um as far as you know did you put her to bed that night or was it a nap time Mm -hmm. or what was that like
2: yeah so she was 15 months old 15 months and 11 days and um just the night before we put her to bed in her crib um She was kind of fussy and had a low fever and just kind of like not really herself. Um, We tried to feed her and she wasn't like super interested in eating. Um, So we're like, okay, I guess we'll just, you know, Mm -hmm. put her to bed and see if she gets better. And the next morning I um, was just like, you know, doing my things. We We were preparing to go camping that weekend. Um, Because it was Memorial Day weekend. um, And so I was getting all ready and I was like, wow, Aria is sleeping late. That's weird. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, she doesn't sleep this late. So I went to check on her and I found her dead. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's like not something you expect to see or to find your child dead in their crib. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very. very, very traumatic. I was also 36 weeks pregnant with our next child
0: at that time. Wow. Yeah. So, um,
1: is, does it feel like slow motion? Does mm -hmm. it, is it Like, can you, is it blank in your mind?
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's, um, I've done a lot of work on this, um, because I was, Like I would call it trauma um, after and especially having a newborn so quickly after Mm -hmm. and my trigger is sleep.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It
2: was super traumatizing again and again and again, you know, checking on my newborn who sleeps all the time. And so I've done a ton of work. Um, I did EMDR and Mm. it's obviously I don't think that day is ever going to be, you know, like a good day or But it's just, like, remembering the day, I know that I, I, like, I kind of describe as I lost my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, yeah, I, I just lost it and I, I don't really, um, it's almost, which would be like a trauma response, it's like, I, like, separated myself from what was going on, like, Mm -hmm. Like I was there, but I wasn't there. Right. I don't know. It's really like hard. Like your body to is like
0: physically there. They call
2: it like disassociation.
1: Yes, you're just yeah. in your yeah. body. You're not there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. your yeah. body's doing the motion, yep.
0: but like, yeah, you're it's not. so weird. It is right. And like I think it's all coming back to me personally right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you've never experienced it, then I don't expect you to know what we're talking about right. Right. because mm-hmm. it's not like you can even try and guess because it is like a. For real feeling. But if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you know, you means. know. Yep. Yeah. It's wild.
2: Yeah. It was like, you know, like for me, there are so many ways I judged myself after. Mm-hmm. Of like how I should have responded and what yeah. I'm supposed to do. Like, you know, like I didn't start CPR right away or do right. anything like that. Um, I just like then I was like after I'm like, why in the world? What? Why are you just running? And your body was in shock. Off, you your know, like in shock. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, but. I think I already knew that she was dead Mm -hmm. and there was nothing that could be done, um, like underneath all of it. Like, I think I already knew that Um, she was long gone, but there's just those things that you always kind of like, what? Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? But yeah, it's a horrific trauma that I don't wish on
0: anybody ever. So Memorial Day weekend is forever changed for you in your family Mm
1: -hmm. yeah what day was that may
0: may 27th um
2: but for not for us now so it's been six years and i remember thinking that like when aria died like this was always such a fun weekend this was a weekend i looked forward to and now it's not it's a horrible weekend there's you know like it's not going to be a fun weekend anymore um and for us, it's turned into a special weekend. Um, we have gone to a cabin with friends. Most most of the um, Memorial Day weekends after that with really close friends that we remember her. And we like people ask how it is, and I'm like, it was like I can't even say it was bad. It was so amazing. Yeah. It was so painful. It was so sad, but it was so fun. We laughed. We All cried, the feelings. Like, everything. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was like so for us those weekends and now this past weekend we spent for the first time completely by ourselves because we were in Utah and um, we went to a cabin in the mountains and it was just like there's such special weekends for us Mm. we we make like we spend time as a family and we remember Aria and yeah it's just like all the things it's sad and it's joyful and it's we're so grateful for our life and We also miss her, and it's just, so that weekend for us is now a a
1: very special weekend. Yeah, it's been redeemed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so we're going to have to hang out, because, you know, Emma Listen, I'm, like, sitting here, and I actually
0: have, like, (laughs) chills, because I'm, like, okay, so Mm -hmm. she passed away on May 27th of 16, Mm -hmm. and then Gus died June 3rd of 16. Oh, wow. So I remember mm, that Memorial Day weekend very vividly, because it was my, my last, like, hurrah with him and Mm -hmm. then we do the same now it's been this long and we get away for the weekend and Mm -hmm. we do something fun every year on that weekend just to you know change the vibe and Mm -hmm. the tone of what was said originally Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and can mm-hmm. we just like to our listeners speak to that for a minute, a minute, yeah. you know, and like yeah. you know Emma's birthday is May thirtieth. Same yeah. thing, it was a yeah. day weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like ill. Oh, wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that when, is so. Yeah, wild. when all that happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She was, she was born May thirtieth, and was it the same year or what year? Uh, she was two thousand and seven. Yeah, okay. So yeah, she turned yeah. fifteen this year. But um, so, yeah. you know, she's a big girl. She she, she, teen, <laughs> she teenager. Um, but yeah, I mean that that day, like I don't remember for the first. I'm gonna say four to five birthdays. I can't remember that day because mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. I was in my my dark spirit you know, yeah. spot. If you've <laughs> heard the podcast before, that Tracy's uh, five years of darkness. But then um, on her sixth birthday, mm-hmm. we went to Europe, mm-hmm. and I was on a castle on top of a castle in Edinburgh, Scotland on her sixth birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, so from then on. I, you know sixth birthday seventh birthday we did a backyard makeover you know and then we started uh, yeah. mm-hmm. transitioning these, you, to like, yeah, yeah from that from the worst day you know that worst weekend where it's dark for me into and like you just said Megan like I mean yeah. I cried my face off those days but I remember I was on mm-hmm. top of a castle in Edinburgh Scotland yeah the, <laughs> the backyard makeover yeah. cried my face off that day but we were doing blessing something. a family yeah. you know and so mm-hmm. how that you know just providing that hope to our listeners right of, doesn't always have to be like that it doesn't yeah have to be lost in your mind you can still have a space mm-hmm. for it yeah. that will
0: never go yeah. away right but mm-hmm. it, it takes intention though yeah. it
1: takes intentionality yes um for you know whatever it is whether for, an, yeah for you, you, to, set you to do that, that with your family yeah. or another lo- I mean, like maybe you're hearing this podcast and you're like hey it's been x amount of years and nope I don't remember you know the lost date like maybe I want to do something different this year yeah to where mm-hmm yeah, maybe we'll get away for the weekend and it's going to be hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then it's a, it's a beautiful mess, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I it's
2: you when you can um, know that everything you feel that day is okay. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. joy or whether it's sorrow or whether it's feels, you know, the un so unfair or whatever it is. Um, That's for me. Anyways, yeah. I know yeah. that there's a lot of sadness, but there's also so much joy that day too. And so, it's kind of like whatever comes up that day for me. Okay, right. let's see.
1: Yeah, <laughs> ride the waves. How this day <laughs> and this weekend goes. It's, yeah, it's not a problem. Anything, whatever I feel. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love
1: that. And, I, and you know, I love that you're incorporating your other children into that mm-hmm. too. You know, you're mm-hmm. letting them remember Aria, their, mm-hmm. their sister, mm-hmm. and not. It's not like you going away and doing this by yourself. Like right. You're, you're inviting. Yeah. You know, which it's it's just really important for, for them and their future and their their healing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, Megan. We talk about her a lot. Yeah. Do they know what was the cause of death? Um, I
2: think so. I guess um, my older kids, I think they know more, but my younger kids who were not um, born when she died, you know, when she was here, they, I think it's more, you know, as they get older, we'll keep talking about it. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting what comes out, you know, like my... One son was, well, is he four and the other one was two? And then as they get older, you know, like one would he have his reasons of, you know, like he went and checked on her and he has like this whole story of like oh. what happened. And I'm like, oh, it's so interesting what you don't, you have no idea
1: yeah, right. what kids, you know, right. are thinking
2: or going through until you have these
0: conversations right. with them or what they remember, right. or their version, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 Hmm wow well I'm so glad you reached out I, I feel know. like I could keep going because I want to know more about the bus that we didn't even talk about the bus the bus that's like turned into like this traveling <laughs> mm-hmm. unit right what do you know well, the, the
2: bus is because of Aria too
0: <gasps> oh I love um, that we
2: call it the bus I don't I want to name it but we haven't <laughs> named it yet yeah how long have you had it Um, We've been traveling. Well, we bought it in July of 2020. And then we've been
0: traveling since October of 2021. Wow. So tell me, I'm sorry. We're just going to talk about this for like a minute. (laughs) Tell me what that looks like. You just like travel, like you just pick up and go. You have destinations that you like specifically like, you know, I don't know. You have to have like a place to go to park your bus to stay for a little bit. Or what's that look like?
2: So we can boondock, which means we don't need hookups or like we don't need power, water or anything like that. We are fully capable to just go park anywhere and we have all our power and water and everything we need. Um, And so we just go, I don't know, last October we just made our way to Florida and we kind of just live um, day to day or week to week, Um, depends on where we find places to stay. When we go out west, you can go on BLM land, which is Bureau of Land Management land. So it's federal land that you can just go park on for up to two weeks. So we have gone there, um, which is really fun because you get to go in lots of beautiful places and um, just hang out there. So we, yeah, it just (laughs) changes this. We are actually leaving on Friday to Maine, to out east.
0: And,
1: are you gonna um... stop in by? Beep, <laughs> wave. I don't know. I'm gonna take I90. It is
0: Tall Ships weekend. Oh, that's not this weekend. Yeah. When do yeah. you
1: say you're leaving? Oh, yeah, Friday.
0: We're
2: leaving on Friday, Friday. but we we won't get there till yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a long drive from here. Yeah. Um, but we are we know where we're staying. Like we're mm. staying. Um, we have two weeks, and we're kind of planning it out east because it's a little bit harder to just go um night by night there might not be anything available especially because we're 40 feet long so we're kind of a big rig to yeah find a place for so i love that do you drive the bus i do not i want to learn um my husband drives it he's driven it every single time for miles and miles and miles so i'd like to
0: learn to give him a break at some point yeah (laughs) i haven't (laughs) yeah super cool Well, thank you for reaching out to yeah. us and sharing Ariel with us and her story and your story. Um, yeah, I feel like you. it's very touching and, and the perfect episode to open season five yeah. with. So.
1: And if you stop yeah, and me, on- give me a text.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Stop and get a picture with, <laughs> yeah. with the bus. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, thank you listeners for tuning in. We're excited for season five um, and stay tuned for another episode next week of Confessions of a Grieving Mother.